again, guys. Welcome to uh, It's Not Rocket Science, five questions over coffee with today. I'm here with Sean Lennigan. I've got my coffee in front of me ready to go. Sean, I hope you've got yours ready to go. I'm Great hydrated, ready to go. <laughs> Great. So let's uh, let's start. Sean is a, is a business mentor, a business coach, working with small businesses. Great passion for giving them that uh, edge in order to get them to understand how to charge more and uh, deliver more for their clients. And I think she's going to sort of talk about something that she's got going on this week when we talk about that. So welcome to the uh, to the podcast, Sean. Great to be here, Stuart. And let's uh, let's start by sort of talking about what it is that you find is your biggest challenge your ideal client uh, faces normally before you get involved with helping them. So Stuart, my clients are service-based businesses or agency owners, and they tend to find that they get stuck into a cycle of feast and famine. And that's one of the biggest challenges that I come across. When you find that you're in that feast and famine cycle, you get stuck in the weeds and it's really hard to kind of look up and look at the long-term view of the business and do the right things at the right time to move the business forward. So I find that is one of the most difficult things and when I was an agency owner I'm not proud to admit it but I got really really good at feast and famine <laughs> but what I was also really good at is when I needed to make the sales I would absolutely hustle and I would land 40 50 60 even 100k of sales in one month and then I'd be oh all right again but what I've done is I've taken that hustle and I've tried to create a roadmap for business owners to apply consistent, predictable activities to generate new business and keep existing customers and just get out of that feast and famine trap that I see so many business owners in. And, and, and that's a really common problem, isn't it? I mean, we come across people like that all the time. So what are the common mistakes people make when they're trying to solve that problem without any sort of help? The one thing that I find is most business owners don't take the time to identify what the right niche and the right profitable niche is for their product or service. So I was guilty of this. I started my first business in the middle of the 2008 recession and I get it. I was so petrified of niching down because why would you want to exclude anybody from your sales pipeline? Why would you want to leave any money on the table? I completely understand the fear or the barrier, the limiting thoughts around that. But the thing is, when you niche down effectively, you're in a position where your sales message will resonate. Your sales will be so much easier and more effective. And not only that, you can position yourself as an expert so that you can really charge more and just have a scalable business. So that's the one thing is niching down and doing it in the right way to find the profitable niche for your business. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah, absolutely. Niche is a critical critical thing for people to find isn't it is to identify that thing that they can honestly say they have expertise in because otherwise what you're doing is just repeating what other people have already said and, and you don't really have any value to it yes and if you're standing on the street trying to sell to everybody you you're really selling to no one so one of the exercises and this is one of the topics i'll be talking about on my webinar on thursday how to get more sales and charge more you will Look at it as if you have a stadium full of your ideal customers and kind of gathering all of the people that are your ideal customers, the real buyers, the, the power buyers, not the 
tire kickers or the freebie seekers. And if you have a message that resonates with them, you can get out of that red ocean and create a blue ocean for yourself so that you can really, you know, just charge more sales and more effective. Things are tough anyway. Why make them harder for yourself? Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. So you talked a little bit, and, and, and we can come back to that. You talked about that uh, um, uh, webinar that you're running, but are, are there other free resources or actions that you suggest that people take in order to be able to sort of start this process of understanding their niche and, and growing their expertise? Absolutely. I'm so passionate about business owners finding their niche and finding the right niche for them that I've created a, a mini training called Nail Your Niche and it's available at learnwithshan.co.uk. So I've got a little course there. It's absolutely free because I just think this is one of the cornerstones that business owners need to get their heads around and really dig into your ideal customer avatar and finding out who that is. Get absolute clarity on that so that you can go to where the traffic is and you can fill up your stadium with your ideal buyers and position yourself as the expert. And I've stuck that scrolling across the screen at the moment, Sean, so that people can make a note of that if they need to. So let's learn with Sean. It's quite, there's, there's quite a lot of, quite a lot of syllables in there. And it, I, you know, I, I just thought it was useful to st stick that up because learnwithshan.co.uk that's the way you need to go to find out about that free training so what's the, the the concept the book the talk that's most been impactful for you in your experience so it was really hard to narrow one thing down when i thought about this question i've been really lucky that over the last 12 years of running my agency i've been insatiable about educating myself on business so i've done an mba with goldman sachs I've followed Tony Robbins to America and around around Europe. <laughs> but the one thing that really stands out for me was in 2016, I was lucky enough to be in an auditorium with Jay Abraham. And he was talking about the three ways to grow a business. There's only three ways to grow any business. And what what we do as business owners, we tend to focus on the one and we tend to focus on the one that's the most difficult and that's finding new customers. So he talked about looking at your business in three dimensions, finding new customers, yes, but also increasing your average spend and also increasing the frequency that people buy from you. And if you look at your business in this three-dimensional way and you build strategies around the three pillars, instead of always trying to focus on the one which takes the most time, resources and money, you can build a business pantheon that you know, is set, sets you up for scaling your business. And that's one thing I find with businesses I work with. They're missing easy, quick win opportunities to increase their price, which is always a big barrier around price, and also to try and find ways to cross-sell and upsell their products and services. So that's the one thing that I would absolutely talk about to to anyone for, for a long time. I'll chew your ear off about that one. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Of course, of course, absolutely right. So, look, that's been fascinating, Sean. And I know I just want to put up uh, on another little banner down here uh, that uh, <coughs> that that I think that three ways to grow a business that you just talked about there. They that's a blog post you wrote about that that you can you can go and read a lot more about what Sean's got to say about that, which I think is a really valuable sort of blog. Um, is there one question that I should have asked you which I failed to ask you so far? So this is your free free hit for the chance to sort of talk about anything that really I've been too lazy to think about myself. <laughs> okay, Stuart, this was a great question. So 
if I lost everything or if you lost everything and you had to start all over again tomorrow, what is the one thing that you would absolutely focus on to build your business up again? And I can share with you the answer. So the one thing that I would absolutely focus on is list building. Mm. You know, we often worry about LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook. We, we worry about our social media platforms. But the thing is, during the US elections, my LinkedIn engagement dropped through the floor. You know, Mark Zuckerberg might change the algorithm again or Instagram might go down again. And you don't own your social media following. So you've really got to focus on list building and building a list of engaged subscribers and put them on a path to profit so that they will eventually become raving fans and customers or clients rather. So that's the one thing, list building. As a business owner, you should always be list building. Do you know, I love that path to profit. I might, I might steal that one from you, Sean. I think that's a great phrase. I shall start building into all of my future marketing, the path to profit. And I think you're absolutely brilliant at that. That's a great way of doing it. List building is so important. It's something I totally agree with you. I have been so frustrated at the number of customers of mine that will turn around and say, I'm spending all my money on social media. And my answer to them is, you've never owned social media and you never will own social media. You'll only ever learn. And I'm, the other thing that I think is great about list building, and it's something I'm preaching a lot about to people at the moment, is, you know, with a list, if you actually get a physical address, you can write somebody a letter. And nobody does it anymore. Nobody writes letters to anybody. And, you know, if I get a letter through the post, it's likely to be like one of two of that week and the others will be bills. And I'm always interested in opening that up and finding out what somebody's got to say. So get back to print media, write a letter, even if it's typed and out of your word processor and put a leaflet in it and send it to somebody. You'd be amazed at the engagement that gives you. Stuart, I think you should come along on Thursday to my webinar. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about this a lot. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about list building and, you know, how you can build your dream 100 list and really stand out from the crowd and just win clients. And I've got a little story that I'll be sharing about how I won a 30K contract off the back of a KitKat. So there you go. <laughs> Kit Kats are important things. Um, I, I think every build, every business should definitely have a, a room in their life for Kit Kats. Sean, it's been a pleasure. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed the, the, the experience of, of working with us. Guys, if you'd like to hear more about these sort of things, here's a list that I've got where you can go and you can subscribe to that list. And we tell you about upcoming videos where we're going to be talking to people like Sean who've got great stories, great experience that you can pull upon. Just go to that list, tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. Get onto the list which announces to the world that we're going to be going live with one of these videos. And we're going to be talking to people like Sean on a, on a regular basis. Sean, thank you very much. All the best with that uh, with that video, uh, with that webinar on Thursday. I hope you get lots of uh, lots of engaged people there and they're interested in helping to build their, their list. So thank you very much indeed. Great speaking I with hope, you. I, I hope you've enjoyed your I hope you've enjoyed your coffee. I'm just about to finish mine. Thanks, Cheers. John. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.